You're listening to the Unnamed Podcast with your host, Midnight Lunatic. Available on Anchor.fm. Hello, Midnight Crew, and welcome to Unnamed Podcast. And we are just weeks away from the end of Season 1. And I'm excited, but I'm also weirded out because where has the time gone? Feels like just last week I started this whole thing and now we're eight weeks into this. It's crazy. So as we start counting down the days before season one ends, let's also start by looking at fact of the week. And this fact of the week is kind of, uh, I don't necessarily know if it's going to be a mind blower, but, uh, Let's go ahead and read it anyways. Dogs experience a chemical explosion in their brain when they see a human holding a treat for them. So it's kind of interesting for me because like I own a dog and like I give my dog treats and and when I get a treat, the expressions that she makes on her face, it's like she only thinks about the treat and nothing else. Like she ignores the rest of the world and just focuses on, on getting that treat. Like she's determined to do whatever to get that treat into her mouth. And I guess it's the same way, you know, how I feel about Chinese food, you know, Chinese food is my favorite food. So anytime there's some Chinese food right there, I'm just like, what can I do to get you inside my mouth? So I guess it's even there. But anyways, enough playing around. Let's get straight into the news. So last week, we talked about murder hornets. And within that week, I came across a video showing how Japanese bees deal with these hornets. And it's just crazy to see. I'll be putting up the video on my channel. You know, so go go check it out on my channel, uh, including with the podcast. Uh, so make sure you go check that out. Uh, but for those listening to the podcast, I won't be adding any audio. So you will have to go on to my channel if you want to see that video. So let's go ahead and uh, let's start that. But for those listening, I'm just going to try to give you a detailed understanding of what's going on so in the video it shows the bees luring in the hornet and they're just casually waiting until the hornet strikes first then that's where things get crazy as soon as the hornet strikes the bees attack they just all just swarm it and pretty much what happens is while they're doing this they're heating up their bodies so much that it actually suffocates the hornet, which is crazy. Like they just, they don't seem bothered by it because they're just, there's so much bees surrounding it at one time that the hornet's unable to keep up with all the bees. So I'm not saying it's a good thing, but wouldn't it be something just to get some of those bees from japan and bring them over here to deal with these hornets like imagine if we got our american bees and put them to train with the japanese bees like the military you know and 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 just just think just think 
Think about this, all right? Imagine a Japanese bee wearing a helmet, right? Right, like a like a soldier helmet, right? And it's in front of thousands of American bees, right? And and, and the hornet, or not the hornet, the, the Japanese bee is is just buzzing orders on how to deal with the hornets to the American bees. That's that's kind of a funny sight, right? That's that's you know. No, but honestly, it's just crazy that those those bees are here though. Like, you know, like I said last week, there's there's already so much going on. And then these these hornets, you know, come out of nowhere. And speaking of crazy, so it's kinda ties in, you know, with the murder hornets, which is it, it's it's gonna be crazy, watch. So the Simpsons, you guys know the show The Simpsons, right? Well, you know, for years they've been predicting things, you know, that's that's either already happened or going to happen or is currently happening. So they they did that again by predicting the virus and the murder hornets or murder bees as they predicted in The Simpsons. So the episode was aired back in 1993. So it was this was years ago, right? This years ago that this episode has been out. And in the episode, a, a warehouse worker, this is how it all starts. A warehouse worker sneezes into a box and I guess he's contaminated with the virus and, you know, ships it to the customers. And when the packages arrive, they they open it and the virus, you know, comes up out of it and you can you can see the virus and everything and it gets on them and then the virus like it starts spreading itself across town like it like, kind of takes its own life you know and it spreads so kind of like the way this coronavirus thing happened where someone got it and then it just kind of spread and took off everywhere so it's like that and as people began to to worry in the town they started asking doctors for the cure kind of like what we're kind of doing now, right? And as they ask for the cure, one of the doctors says, you know, something. And they're like, well, where can we find that? And someone's like, maybe it's in this truck. And they tip over this this loading truck. And there's boxes of, of murder bees in in the back of, of the truck. And that's kind of familiar to the to murder hornets, if you ask me. I mean, murder bees, murder hornets. It's kind of crazy. And this was back in 1993. So, like, this is years ago. How can they possibly predict that? It's crazy. It's mind-blowing. So, at this point, I'm 95% sure that the Simpsons writers can predict the future. And maybe we should start paying attention to the show just to find out what's going to happen next, you know? Like, they already picked predicted so much. The Super Bowl, you know, halftime shows, uh, Trump becoming president. Like, just all kinds of stuff they've predicted. Like I said, this isn't the first time that they have predicted the future. And I'm pretty sure it's not going to be the last time. Now, to say this is a coincidence or not, that's that's the real question we got to get down to. Myself... I've never been a fan of The Simpsons. Like, I've never really sat down and watched an episode of it. Like, I've seen bits and pieces, you know, here and there. But I've never actually sat down and watched it. 
I've I've watched the Simpsons movie and I enjoyed that. But the show it has a different feel to me that I just I don't I can't get into it. And it's the same one with other shows too that people are like, What, you haven't watched that either? What? But yeah, I've just never been a big fan of The Simpsons, you know, as a show. So I mean, there's there's clearly something going on there, though. I mean, they predicted so many things. Maybe I should start watching, you know? Maybe I should. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is this coincidence? Or do you guys think they can actually predict the future? You know, I'm convinced that they can. So, I wonder what's going to happen next. I guess we just got to watch the show and see see what's going to happen. Pay more attention to it, I guess. So, now to change the subject, last week I said that I wasn't able to watch the newest episode of of Rick and Morty, and because I said something, I got a voice message from Rick. Let's let's take a listen. Uh, Is this thing on... Uh, This is a transmission for uh, Midnight Lunatic. Uh, This is Rick Sanchez coming to you. Uh, I just wanted to to uh, send you this little transmission just to just to let you know um, I'm really going to need you to watch the the latest episode of Rick and Morty because uh, I mean we we worked on it really hard and you know a lot of people wanted to see this and uh, you know I I I I think you should really watch it and. uh, you know, man, I, I don't have I don't have time to to do all this. Uh, I like your podcast; it, it's it's good for what it is. You know, I mean, it's not the best podcast. I clearly could make a better podcast, but uh, for what it is, it is uh, it, it, it's pretty good. So, uh, all right, Midnight Lunatic, uh, Rick Sanchez out. So, Rick, because you said something. And I'm glad you did. I am happy to report that I did see the episode. And I will continue to watch the episode. Because Rick and Morty is just an amazing show. So please, Rick. Please, don't don't come and kill me. I know you and Morty you know, work hard on those episodes. And I appreciate it. I think we all appreciate it. Also, for those Rick and Morty fans like myself... Have you seen the the newest show from the creators of Rick and Morty? It's called Solar Opposites. It's a new show on Hulu only. It's like one of those Hulu originals. And I'm not going to say much about it. Go check it out if you have Hulu. I highly recommend it. But I recently started watching it. And it's, it's very reminiscent of Rick and Morty. So if you are a fan of the show Rick and Morty, go watch it because it's... Kind of like the exact same thing, but different. Like, it's the same kind of comedy and same type of, like, mindset of the show, I guess. But, like, just different characters and different storylines and all that. It's a good show. I recommend it. I got hiccups. I, I'm i still watching. I'm still brand new to the show. I've only watched a couple episodes. But it's a good show. It's pretty funny. Go check it out. I recommend it. So this next subject is kind of ridiculous. 
So first off, let me send my condolences to the family and friends affected by this, you know, tragedy, what happened. News breaking overnight in the killing of an unarmed black man in Georgia. That's right, Gail. The two white men who confronted him in his neighborhood are now charged with murder and aggravated assault. Gregory and Travis McMichael, a father and son, were arrested last night. They deny any wrongdoing in the shooting death of 25-year-old Ahmad Arbery. More than two months ago, Omar Villafranca has new information and reaction from Arbery's family. This is a, a good birthday gift. I wish my son was here to stop. Marcus Arbery says he is relieved that the men accused of killing his son Ahmad last February are in the Glynn County Jail. The Georgia Bureau of Investigations arrested Gregory and Travis McMichael Thursday evening. The father and son duo told police they thought he was a burglary suspect and shot the unarmed man during a confrontation. But Arbery says his son was not a criminal. He was a good well man, respect my young man, athletic, love people. The arrest comes just days after cell phone video was released showing the final moments of Arbery's life as he jogged in his own neighborhood. The video appears to show the McMichaels after they chased Arbery in their truck. Gregory told police Travis and Arbery fought over the shotgun before Travis shot him two times. CBS News can now confirm the video was filmed by this man, William Bryan. According to the case's previous prosecutor, the McMichaels and William Bryan were following Arbery, thinking he was a burglary suspect. The police have not said that Arbery committed a crime. He just had a good heart. And you think he deserved to be lynched like that by this mob? No. Arbery family attorney Lee Merritt says he also expects Bryan to be charged. My understanding is that that investigation is still ongoing. CBS News can also confirm the video was leaked by this man, Alan Tucker, the former attorney for Gregory and Travis McMichael. According to a statement, Tucker says his sole purpose in releasing the video was absolute transparency. Fellow Arbery family attorney Ben Crump says the video is what might have propelled the case forward. I believe that the video was all the probable cause you needed to arrest these murderous father and son duo. CBS News has learned new details about the former prosecutor assigned to the case, George Barnhill of the Waycross Judicial Circuit. We obtained the email Barnhill sent to the Georgia Attorney General along with his recusal letter. In it, Barnhill explains his son, who is also an attorney, had previously investigated Arbery. He also included what he claimed was the criminal history of Arbery's relatives. In that letter, does not align up with the law in the least bit. We reached out to the McMichaels but did not hear back. The Georgia Bureau of Investigations will tell us more about this case at a press conference later on today. And there are rallies planned for Arbery and they will go on as planned to celebrate his life on what would be his 26th birthday. Gail? Omar, the more details you hear, the tougher it is. That that video is heartbreaking. But that video, like Attorney Crump says, I believe, turned out to be a big game changer. Thank goodness for the video and social media in this case. It totally changed this perspective. Tony? All right, Gail, thank you very much. Omar, thank you. After 10 weeks, I'm telling you guys, after 10 weeks, they finally arrested the guys. After that video came up, that's when they made the arrest. And 
mind this, guys. It was it was back in February, and we're now in May, and they just caught them. Like that's that's ridiculous. Like I know if it was one of my family members put in that situation, I would want justice right then and there. Why am I having to wait all this time knowing that the killers that killed my son or cousin or whoever still out there? It just goes to show that some police forces, not all, but some just don't care enough to continue the search for the people. They just give up when things go hard. They don't continue the search. You know, there was, I guarantee witnesses there that they could talk to you know i'm pretty sure there was someone that they could have got information from but instead they had to wait 10 weeks that's just absurd absurd so yeah his family finally got justice but that still doesn't bring the guy back you know and it doesn't doesn't really do no good it might give them peace at mind, but it's not going to mend the emptiness in their hearts. I know that they're feeling from their loss. But on the bright side of things, it was good to see the community care enough about this guy that they probably never even met and supported the family and friends in in their grieving time. And... What was cool was the community actually did a jogging event in the honor of Ahmed or Ahmad or yeah. And it was, it's good to see a community come together like that, but it's still shocking that some, somewhere out there, there's, there's people dying and the killers are are constantly getting away. It's just, it's just mind blowing. It's crazy. I mean, I'm glad it finally came to an end, but still, condolences to to the family and friends. So the next subject, kind of taken away from the sadness, I thought was a joke at first when I came across it, but. As I actually read into this story, it happened to be true. And this one is a mind-blowing one. So, if you guys haven't heard already, you know, it's kind of been blowing up everywhere on social media sites. But the coronavirus, the coronavirus, the, the, the COVID-19 virus, right, was found in the semen of the COVID-19 survivors, they found the virus in semen. Like, what? So, it's still unclear if this disease, or not disease, this virus can be sexually transmitted. They're still trying to understand that a little bit more. But there was traces of the COVID-19 um, virus that was found in the semen of several infected men. So it was it was raising the possibility of the virus to be sexually transmitted, and this could be a bad thing for everyone. I'm telling you. Uh, so researchers found, you know, the evidence 
and six six men out of a group of 38 patients uh, at a hospital in, in China who provided, I guess, semen samples. And the six men included four who were still infected and two that were recovering. So even though they were recovering, they still had traces of that in their semen. I don't know why they would provide a sample of that. I don't. I guess they're doing things differently in China. I don't know. But the the infectious viruses like Zika have been found in semen, you know, in the past. So kind of just makes you question, like, is this virus a new STD? Is this considered an STD too? I mean, kind of sounds like it, right? I mean, at this point, I, I still don't know what to believe. I don't know if this is just like a hoax. Like someone just made up this, this fake story. Or if if it's actually true. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It it, it I have to assume it's true because there's there's no signs that it's fake. So I guess all I can say is for those people out there wanting Netflix and chill during this quarantine, just remember the story. And uh take extra steps, I guess. Wrap it before you tap it. Uh uh no kissing. Um I don't I don't know. I don't know what freaky stuff you guys be doing, but like just just be careful, you know. This is all I'm saying. I don't want you to catch no uh virus because uh, you know, this is this is getting ridiculous out of hand. Anyways, whatever. Let me know what you guys' thoughts on that. It's that's mind blowing for me. I don't know what to think about that. So now switching over to something that might be good, might be bad, uh, depending on how you want to take it. If you haven't heard already, which I'm pretty sure a lot of you have, because, you know, it's kind of big. It's big news. States are starting to reopen. And like I said, I don't know if this is a good or bad thing. It's possibly, for me, I would consider it a bad thing. You know, I would rather have states not reopen so soon, especially knowing that the cases, they're still on the rise. They're not declining. They haven't gone down. You know, they're still on the rise. So it it just, it made no sense to me that states want to reopen so early. You know, I, I get it. You know, the gov- uh, the economy is not looking good. We're starting to lose our funds and everything. But at the same time, it's like, it's it's too soon. It's too soon. But don't get me wrong. I mean, I miss going out places, and I sure need a freaking haircut. So, you know, I guess it's a good thing. You know, I gotta get my haircut now. But at the same time... Like, there's there's a second wave of this virus coming. And the government has already admitted to that. And they also said that it's going to be worse than this first one that hit. So, why even risk, you know, the... Why even risk it? Like, 
is money really more important than human lives? Like, I, I get it. Yes, businesses are suffering. You know, our funds are starting to get low. But there's... Are there not other options we can take instead of reopening up? Like, yeah, I get places are being extra cautious now. They're making their employees wear gloves and face masks. And as well as the customers, you know, they have to wear face masks and, you know, all that to even get get inside of different stores and restaurants and this and that. And it might make a slow you know, slow spread, but it's not going to stop it as well as if we were to just stay home like another month. Like, yeah, it's still going to have, you know, progress slowing it down, but not as much as if we were to stay home. So, I don't know. That's just my opinion. You know, I know not everyone's going to agree with that. Everyone's entitled to their own opinions. So, you know, I, I just feel like they're... There are other ways that the government is either hiding, not talking about, or is not going to make them a profit. So I have a list here of all the states that are reopening. And if you're in one of these states, let me know. And let me know how you guys feel about reopening. So the list can consists of Alaska, Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Ohio, Kansas, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nevada, North Dakota, Ohio. Did I say Ohio twice? Felt like I said Ohio twice. Anyways, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, and Wyoming. So I live in Arizona. That's one of the states that I live in. And by the time you guys hear this, it's already reopened. So it's kind of too late to even really discuss reopening. Because it's already open. So... I guess uh, here comes round two of Call of Duty Zombies, huh? Uh, make sure I gotta stock up on my ammo and uh, hit that, that mystery box for a new gun, because uh, once this second wave starts, I have to be ready to shoot to kill at this point. Uh, but anyways, guys, that is going to be all for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Continue to be safe out there. Make smart decisions. Try not to go out in public still, even though states are starting to reopen. And if you don't necessarily need to go out, I recommend just staying home. Just don't even risk it. And, uh, yeah, guys, this has been fun. A lot of crazy uh, drama going on. We'll, We'll see what happens. We'll continue to... To uh, stay updated, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. This is Midnight Lunatic signing off. I love y'all.